Welcome to the Nolan Podcast from National Oil and Lube News. I'm your host, Associate Editor Hannah Bubser. 2024 is officially off and running, and getting your financial footing is an essential part of any business strategy for a new year. Bookkeeping, of course, is a big component of that for shops. Stacy Kildall is the owner of Kildall Services LLC and helps her clients, some of which include automotive shops, ensure sound bookkeeping practices. She joins the podcast today to talk finances, from general bookkeeping strategies to tax prep and more. Okay, Stacey, well, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. Um, can you start by telling our audience about yourself and about Kildall Services and also why you're known as the QuickBooks Online Queen? Okay. So first of all, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Um, my business started, so I actually um, started doing books um, just as a contractor that in 2003. So 2023 was my 20th anniversary. Um, and uh, started my LLC in 2005. Um, I started it because I was working as a bookkeeper for a plumbing company. And the my boss, since I had met him, had been telling me, like, you should own your own business, you should own your own business. And I found the um, ProAdvisor program, uh, which is a program that Intuit offers for accounting professionals that allows them to get certified in QuickBooks. And so I, I went ahead and did that. And um, in, in 2003 and then 2005, I started my LLC. Um, and my first, um, my first client was uh, an auto repair facility. And it was actually uh, a relative of my boss at the time. So my boss at the time of the plumbing company said, hey, I am going in as a silent partner and funding um, you know, this family member, and I want you in there as the bookkeeper, um, you know, charge whatever you want. And that's actually how I got started. And um, that's what Kildall Services does. We service, uh, we support QuickBooks um, bookkeeping. Uh, with We do payroll, we do setup, we do cleanup, we do, if it's QuickBooks, we do it. Um, and then as far as the QuickBooks uh, online queen, uh, a million years ago, um, <clears throat> Intuit was really, um, QuickBooks Online has been around for a long time, but for a, for a long, a number of years, I'd say probably about 10 or 12 years, they really didn't, um, they really didn't push it. And so I saw that it was an offering as the, uh, as a pro advisor in 2009. And I, um, one of the other things that I do is I do training for Intuit. Um, Intuit has uh, about 50,000 certified pro advisors in the country. And there's about eight of us that uh, create and present content uh, on QuickBooks products. And I was down at Intuit headquarters and I said to someone, you have QuickBooks online and you you really want your pro advisors to love it, but you're not offering any training for it. And uh, when I leave here, I'm going to go write a course. And uh, that person at Intuit said, well, why don't, why don't we pay you to do that? And so that's um, I was the first person uh, to write any content for QuickBooks Online for Intuit. I uh, I was uh, part one of the authors of the original QuickBooks Online certification exam, 
And I was also the first ProAdvisor to get certified in uh, QuickBooks Online. Um, so I did not dub myself the QBO queen. Uh, that was a, a joke with someone at Intuit uh, who, who, uh, who called me that. So um, that's the story behind QBO queen and my business. That sounds like a well-deserved title, in my opinion. Um, and you mentioned your ties to the automotive repair and service industry. Is it safe to assume that you're still working with um, individuals in the industry as well? Is that still part of your clientele? Absolutely. That that client that I had, um, that my old boss at the plumbing company said, hey, you're going to do the books for this. He is still my client, uh, you know, 21 years later. And um, he's expanded. Uh, and I have also taken on quite a few other repair facilities, um, both here in Michigan and uh, in other states as well. And bookkeeping, of course, is a, a pretty essential part of any business. But in your opinion, what makes it an intimidating task for business owners? Oh, this is a good question. Um, <clears throat> my experience is that a lot of business owners think that they should know how to do it. They just... Um, one of the things that I get, regardless of what industry or, or, or profession, one of the things I get when somebody calls and says, I need help, is it's going to be a mess. I, I, I don't know. I'm not a bookkeeper. And, uh, and my answer to that is always, of course, you're not. Um, I think they think they should be expected to know how to do it or they possibly, when they first start, think that they have a good idea of how to do that. Um, and, a, and a long time ago, a client said, well, I manage my personal checking account and I pay my house payment, my car payment, my insurance. So how different could this be? That was their, their perspective going into it. Um, and I think when things, when bookkeeping gets past just um, revenue and expenses, you know, just income and paying bills, um, and you start needing to think about uh, balance sheet things like, you know, tracking your assets and you have liabilities, like maybe you have, you know, loans or, you know, other, you're taking out loans and you're, you're dealing with credit cards or, um, you know, you are start growing and you, you have payroll. I think that's when things get a little bit overwhelming for, for small business owners, regardless of what industry they're, they're, they're in. And having a good understanding of that bookkeeping is, of course, very helpful. But what do you think are the biggest benefits to really good dialed in bookkeeping practices, especially in an auto shop context? So from my perspective with repair shops, and I, I have worked with collision shops in the past, um, but I, I tend to um, like, you know, like repair shops. Um, and my perspective, I think it's about gross margin. So when we're talking about gross margin is what is left? You know, you want to make sure what is left after you pay yourself and your employees for that labor, that direct labor, as well as the parts. Are you going to have enough left over for your fixed expenses, your operating expenses, the rent, the phone, the lights, that kind of stuff? And I think having a good handle on that, first and foremost, is a priority. And once that happens, it's really helpful 
to some of the ben- I I think the biggest benefit um, that I've seen of having good books is that you're able to notice trends. Um, what, you know, or do you have a, a busier time of year for your shop? Or um, maybe you're looking at something like what kind of marketing is working better for me? So once you get kind of the basics dialed in, I think the benefits are you can use those numbers to really plan out what your business is gonna, gonna do if you want to grow, what does that growth looks like? Do you want another shop? Do you want to expand the shop that you have? Um, do you need to hire more? Once you have a handle on the basics, um, then you can start making decisions about moving forward where you want your business to go. And speaking of moving forward, we are at the beginning of a new calendar year. So for some shop owners, that could mean taking a closer look at their financial approach or maybe even overhauling it completely. Where would you recommend that they get started on that endeavor? Well, I would say email me. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. Um, If they're not working with someone, I think it's a great time to have some sort of review done on how the books are set up, like taking a look at what is the chart of accounts that you're using. Um, If you're using um, some kind of shop software, how is that, is it connected to your accounting software? Uh, Is it mapped correctly? Um, And just making sure that the the bones of the accounting system are are strong and they're, um, you know, everything is set up correctly. And then um, making sure that the data is getting put in those places, right? So I don't think of bookkeeping as math. I think of it more as um, putting together puzzles um, and putting pieces where they need to go to make sure that um, having that review done this time of year is going to make sure that you are going to have a very smooth tax season um, and that you're going to be able to look at some of those reports for, you know, last year, the year before, and make projections for this year and really have an idea of, um, you know, what you, like you said, what, like we were just talking about, like what the future is going to look like for that business. And what are some of the options and considerations for integrating sound bookkeeping processes into a shop? Is there a way to determine whether it makes more sense to hire someone or invest in a bookkeeping system and run that themselves? What does that look like? So I'm going to be biased because I am a bookkeeper, right? So I think it always makes sense to hire someone outside and for a couple of different reasons. Um, I understand that there are there are certain businesses that have to have someone on site to do certain things, right? You you want somebody to kind of manage the office. Maybe they're they're helping, you know, track time and process payroll in-house or something like that. Uh, or maybe even they need to, you know, write checks or pay bills for, you know, parts deliveries, things like that. I understand that. Um, but I, even when you need somebody full time, some sort of person that is handling bookkeeping functions on some level in house, I always think it is a best practice, and it's like accounting one hundred and one to have a separation of duties. Um, even if you're just having someone, you know, having an outside bookkeeping service like mine, 
come in and do your reconciliations every month. They're reconciling your bank account, your credit card accounts, your loan accounts. Um, a lot of people have idle loans from pandemic. And so those need to be reconciled as well to make sure that principal and interest is correct. You want to make sure that you're capturing those interest expenses throughout the year. The other thing is making sure that um, if you're not using, you know, your accounting system is not your shop, shop software and those are separate, you want to make sure that those match, uh, that what you're capturing all of the sales, you know, the revenue um, from your shop software and making sure that that gets put into your accounting system. The other reason is um, with the separation of duties, I like that is because um, cash is, is usually involved. There's a lot of cash with repair facilities. I know since pandemic, a lot of people have gone touchless, but my experience with my shops is that there's still a lot of cash. And after doing this for 20 some years, my experience is that um, it is very tempting to have a lot of cash. And my experience is also that uh, every single time I have had a client who has had some sort of embezzlement or theft, it has every single time. And I know there have been 11 different major situations in the 20 years that I have been doing this. It has been a long-term trusted employee that they have found out that was, that was doing the, you know, the, the stealing. And so just having that second set of outside eyes, I think is very important. Also, not just because of any possible fraud or theft, but just everybody makes mistakes. I really welcome as a bookkeeper, I welcome having my clients that are involved and they're looking at their books because I make mistakes and I want somebody to catch a mistake. I just had a client say, you know, you posted this to computer expenses and it should have been shipping. Okay, great. Thank you for catching that. I really appreciate it. I'll get it fixed right away. Um, so... The other thing about having an outside bookkeeping service is that that's all we do. So we tend to be, when we're not, most of us work remotely. And so we're not in the office. So we're not distracted by, you know, phone calls and people walking in. It's all we do. So we're really super fast. We're very efficient. And it's sometimes a lot less expensive. Like it's a cost benefit to have an outside service do it because you're not having to pay us um you know employee benefits we're not a direct hire so there's no employee benefits there's no payroll taxes so it's also um you know generally a, a cheaper option i appreciate that you brought up those points about fraud and mistakes as well because definitely overarching across businesses an important thing to keep an eye on and know the details of and how does someone know if their bookkeeping approach is working? So kind of connecting back to that idea of all the details to keep track of, what do they need to be keeping track of to determine if it's working or not? So that's, I love this because it really is going to depend. And I hate that. I hate that answer, but really it honestly depends on the business. So what are the questions that you need answered about your business? Um, and obviously, when you first start, you kind of don't know what you don't know. Um, and so that's going to be, you know, the basic questions like we were talking about, you know, earlier, right? So like, just am I 
do, am I charging enough or are my hourly rates enough to cover my direct labor and my parts? You know, what is my markup? You want to look at that kind of stuff. Um, and then there might be other questions. So it really depends on the business owner and the kind of questions they want answered about their business. So uh, example of this, I have a client who has uh, two different locations and let me backtrack. So asking what are the questions that they want answered um, if you can get those questions answered uh, and you can get them answered relatively quickly, that I think is how you're going to be able to tell whether or not it's working. And I have um, a client who just came to me recently because he was having his, uh, you know, tax preparer, his CPA doing his books. He was 30 to 60 days behind on looking at P&Ls and looking at receivables um, he's a contractor, whereas uh, when you have a, a system, and that wasn't working for him, so he said, I'm offloading the bookkeeping to you. Uh, another example is I have a client who has a couple of different locations. If he texts me right now, within 30 minutes, I can probably get him, and probably less than that, I can get him a PL and uh, if he asks for it that shows the total, you know, a profit loss for the company uh, totally. And then I can get him separate P&Ls for each location so he can see which location is is turning a profit and is more profitable. So if you can do that, then it's working. And then if not, then that's when changes need to be made. And so the second part of your question for what, what to keep track of Again, that's going to depend on the shop. I have franchises that I work with, um, and they want to make sure that they have all of their sales and expenses recorded in QuickBooks correctly by a, a very specific date each month, because reports are automatically sent out to corporate uh, in order to calculate franchise royalties. So they want to make sure that they have everything accurate Um for different reasons. Maybe, you know, their priority might be a little bit different than a different shop. I think we also need to tie in taxes here as well, um, because those yeah. are on the horizon for everyone. Um, so we'd be remiss not to bring them up in this conversation. But how can a shop owner set themselves up for success when it comes to filing? Um, it, every state is different. Um, I mean, obviously, you want to make sure that um, you have your sales tax set up correctly and that you're paying that on time. Um, if you have payroll, you want to make sure you have a great payroll provider. Uh, I provide payroll, so we make sure everything is automated. Um, you know, the, the filings are done and the taxes are done. But to be set, to make sure that they're set up for success, I would say every business owner, you don't have to be an expert, but you should be aware of what is due, uh, when it's due, and make sure that you have systems and people in place to make sure that happens and check in on it. You have to be active. Um, I, you know, you don't have to be, you know, constant, you know, about it, but you want to make sure that you're doing regular check-ins to make sure like, hey, this is happening and this is getting done. What about some things that you think often get overlooked in terms of bookkeeping processes or implementing bookkeeping in a business? Ah, so for new business owners, I would say bookkeeping in general tends to get overlooked. Uh, it's often the last piece of the business that gets considered when someone is opening a business. 
Um, and it's sometimes assigned to the lowest paid employees. I can't tell you how many times over the years I have seen job ads that say receptionist needed QuickBooks a plus, you know? Um, so I think for new business owners, it's definitely bookkeeping in general. Um, and then it's really kind of, as far as that goes with established business owners, I think it's the complacency thing. They're, they're not reviewing their books. They're not making sure that their numbers are right. Um, they're, you know, not checking for mistakes. Um, and so that sometimes can hurt them. And what piece of overall advice would you offer to a shop owner who's listening right now, maybe about fine tuning their finances that they can take and implement into the rest of the year? Ooh, I would say if they're doing their own books, stop, stop it right now. Um, I don't do my own oil changes, right? <laughs> um, that's not my expertise and it doesn't make my business money. And so I think for business owners who are spending a lot of time doing their own bookkeeping, like doing the, doing the do, like doing the work on it, I think they should stop that and offload that to someone else. Someone else can do it much faster, uh, much more efficiently, uh, probably with a lot of headache. And it's not making them any money doing the books. They Their time is better spent working, you know, building the business, working on the business, you know, what is the, doing strategy, uh, even if they're out in the shop doing the work, uh, that's a better place for them than, than doing the bookkeeping. Thanks for listening to the Nolan Podcast from National Oil and Lube News. For more content, visit our website at nolan.net or follow us on social media. Just search for National Oil and Lube News. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure that you never miss another. Subscribe to the Nolan Podcast wherever you listen. I'm Associate Editor Hannah Bubser, and I'll talk to you more next time.